Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse Video Game News and Reviews. For all you filthy casuals out there, my name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay Dimes. What up? Oh, friends, we are back after two long weeks of not seeing your faces. What am I doing with my life? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm breaking computers, god damn it. That's what Stop I'm doing. Stop breaking stuff. That's what Stop. I'm doing. So, Stop breaking stuff. Jesus Christ, guys. It's been it's been a heck of a time. We're on episode 89, October 26, 2020. We're here to talk about video game news. It's that spooky time of year. Uh yay for inclusion. New to gaming? What would you what would make you go, huh? <laughs> Animal goes all political and they named that service. What? All that and Diddy tries to take over the world on this episode of Joystick and Mouse. What? What? Wait. How does it go? Uh, pinky in the brain. What, what are we doing? What are we doing tonight? Hey, brain. What are we doing today? Same thing Same we do thing every we day. Do pinky every day. trying to take over the world. Yes, that's what we're doing tonight on joystick and mouse. So, uh, so what's all this about customer service, guys? So I, I want to give a shout out to a couple. So. We always complain about the only time we ever talk about customer service is when it's really bad, right? Mm -hmm. So, Oops. but like this past week, I have had at least four or five interactions with customer service that have been fantastic. Yeah, good. First, first was NVIDIA. NVIDIA RMA'd my card. I had, it was about a two week turnaround time total. I got the card back today. Nice. It is a brand new um, uh, RTX 2080 Ti. They didn't fix the old one. They didn't. They oh, sent so they me didn't. A brand okay. New card. That actually, I didn't know. So it turns out that if you guys have been following Diddy's uh, thing that's been going on, he's, he's been having a hell of a time with his graphics card. They gave you a brand new one. They gave me a brand new card. How, I was. How old was, was your like, old card? a year old little over a year old wow i was really so big kudos to them um the other hey, one is quick I, quick round of applause for nvidia uh customer yeah, service great, they're doing something great right customer service from nvidia they're not um, able to keep 3080s in stock but god damn it they got you in 2080 <laughs> ti hey uh speaking of the 3080 uh was it evga uh stop doing their notifications and if you sign up they put you in queue yes i signed up for said queue and we will see what happens yeah bobby so in the community has been trying the to baby do. and the new card show up at the same time oh that'd be great <laughs> what will alex do i'll be sitting here in front of my computer holding my new son it'll be great teaching them all about building computers yeah, which, um, by the way, speaking of my son, we have a due date, ladies and gentlemen. We've had a due date all along, but but really what we have is a, you know, like an induction show date. Off, but, uh, this, is a, so, this is a drop date. You're, yeah, you're so going in. <laughs> fun, uh, fun learnings the past week or so. We want, you know, this is now the time of parenting or, or you know, expecting a child where you realize, uh, it, you know, it's getting close. You got to go to the doctor regularly and make sure everything's tip top shape. So we do a lot of sonograms, you know, weekly kind of going in and, and getting things done. They went and did a sonogram confirmed a still boy, by the way. Good. That's good. good. Uh, if you go back and listen to the dad Chronicle, that was a, an adventure. Um, we thought it was a girl at first. 
he was hiding his junk, and and there it is. He's a boy. So Jacob is going to be born on November twelfth, unless he comes early, which is very possible because guys, he is eight pounds three ounces already. Already. Damn. I'm. So, I'm. God so bless Deanna. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Deanna. Ooh, big boy. Hey, you know, I the, worked with a lady who had a thirteen pound baby. Oh my god. I'm putting this kid at. I want to start hearing from listeners if you have guesstimates on what this kid's going to weigh. Noting that eight pound, three ounce situation there is definitely a guesstimate on their part, too, because, you know, they're going with uh, how far along he is. Uh, he's actually like three or four weeks along. His body is three weeks along. His head is four weeks along. That's going to suck. So what uh, when we think about how much he's going to weigh. I, I want you guys at home to write in and let me know what you guys think. I'm Email. going with 9.2. All right. 9.2 joystick and mouse my, at gmail.com for, for reference. First son, Aria was nine first pounds, was three 27. ounces, 27, 27 nine, pounds. John was nine, seven, oh, nine, seven. Aria was nine, three. So really? put that in perspective. That's a big baby for back then, by the way, Don. Yeah. That's a yeah. big baby for back then. Because what your your son was born in eighty nine, right? He will uh, don't remind me. He was thirty in January. So he's so he was born in he was born in ninety one. One okay. ninety one. Okay, okay. He will be thirty in January. That sucks, man. You're old. I am old. That's okay though. We love you. Um, I don't feel it though. I don't feel old. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out uh, this show as as we continue to. Get closer and closer. Um, you know, if I'm dealing with a baby situation, you guys might have to go on without me. We might. Maybe we'll try to find some. Uh, anybody out there want to be a guest on the uh, show? Let uh, us know. Maybe. And we'll, uh, maybe. We'll see um, what we can do. Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, you know, every once in a while, we like to give folks in the community a big shout out for being especially awesome. Uh, one of those people is oddly normal one in chat. Uh, he is usually in chat. That is, he is going to, uh, well, he, he's a, he's an artist as you can see here. There we go. Look at that thing. This is, this a, is so fantastic. This is I a really, this. really it's cool amazing. little piece of art that, that Audie drew for joystick and mouse. Look, and it looks just like us too. I think that's so cool. Jade, I'm really sitting there next the time. Let's did on my beard. Yeah. You, yeah. Totally looks like your well, beard. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. How many guests does it take to replace Alex? Uh, TV's Travis and chat says. Not enough. Uh, Never enough. Point, I don't know. <laughs> one At and a half. <laughs> oh, man. But that's super cool. Audie, thank you so much. We love you, buddy. Um, Audie does a yeah, lot of the art for, for, this, uh, for this Twitch channel. And you could check him out. He has a bunch of stuff online. Audie Doodles is usually what he goes by or oddly normal one. Um, so, so big shout out to him. Thanks for doing that and making us part of your Inktober project. He's been doing that for a bunch of shows. He actually did another one for the Dad Chronicle, which I thought was really rad. TV Stravis in, in chat has his own podcast, and he did one for that as well called uh, Wait You Haven't Seen. It's a movie podcast. Lots of fun. All of us have been on it a few times. So uh, so, so go check out Audie's work. It is wonderful. One, one more quick look at that because that's just fucking cool, man. It is really cool. That's cool. By the way, Creep Show is terrible. It was an awful movie. Creep Show? I yeah, never seen it. 
That was for TV Stravis. Oh. An awful movie. Awful movie. Never seen it. Never seen it. I don't know if I've watched that or not. So, uh, so, so, uh, before we get started with with the news, um, J Dimes, you have a background. Have you been playing Arms a lot? No, I just grabbed the background. It was one of it was one of Nintendo's free backgrounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was curious why, like the inspiration. I mean, it's a cool little background there, but that's it right. is all right. Yeah, if you watch live, we do this twi on Twitch every Monday at eight PM Eastern, um, and you get to see us and interact in the chat live. All right. Gentlemen, we have some news to jump into, so uh, so why don't we go ahead and do that? It's time for the news! Whoop, cut it off early. Tim, it's like we haven't done this in a couple weeks. <laughs> really? Yeah, maybe. It might have just been a couple of... Dang it. See what I'm talking about, people? A couple no, weeks. My <laughs> sheets just disappeared. My tab disappeared. Are we doing this one first? Yeah. Oh, we decided <laughs> to switch them up, didn't we? You yeah. Want to do that one last? Let's do, the, let's do this one last. All yeah. right, then I'll then I, you know what? If that's the case, I'll go. Okay. All right. More video games featured women this year, um, which I think is a really rad thing and something I didn't actually Great. realize until this article. Um, but will it last? The data on female representation in games looked optimistic, but will uh, but time will tell. These changes endure beyond a wild card year. So, you know, there's something to be said about this. Like, um, first of all, th this is an article uh, over at Wired. That they, the first thing that you see here is exactly what I thought when I saw this article, which was Ellie from The Last of Us. So I think that that's super cool. Um, I, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about more women being shown in video games. And, you know, that could certainly be... Uh, something that we see more and more. Something that I've noticed, though, is that I'm actually really drawn to playing women in certain games where I can, where I have the choice. So, for instance, I actually, in, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I decided to play as Cassandra. And I thought, just because I wanted to experience something different from the typical guy in the, you know, in the Assassin's Creed world... And there, I think that's something to be said. I, I don't know if I may be the only one experiencing this, and people in chat may feel free to chime in, but I think it's cool to experience a game from the lens of somebody outside of your own, you know, everyday, you know, I, I identify as a cisgender, you know, male guy. <laughs> I, I don't know what the term <laughs> is. But that's, but it was kind of cool to experience it in that regard. Um, Diddy, what was your what were your thoughts on this article? So, I, I as as much as I like the representation, I it's always it seems to be that it's always a badass woman. It's you know somebody you know a woman that's hard and and I would like to see them take it the next step. And I think Last of Us starts there, but doesn't quite make it but to see them as as play the game as a different perspective like a female character would because i mean let's face it men and women look at the world differently we, we just you know yeah the way we see things is different i think it would be interesting if we had more of that rep that type of representation in video games of 
to look at the situation that you're in from the female perspective. Yeah. I, I think The Last of Us starts there. Um, I'd like to see more of that. One of the stats on this was fascinating, though. Um, it, from 2015 to this year, uh, in 2015, it was 32% you had to play as a male. This year, it was only 23%. But the amount of times that you played as a female doubled from 9 to 18. So I thought that was really, really good. Um, I do like the ability to choose. Yeah. There are some games where I feel like, you know, I like playing as a male character. Like, I can't imagine playing God of War as a female character. Well, because then it's not Kratos, right? It's well, yeah, but you could bring somebody in, you know, like, like you know, the 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 boy spinoff is probably coming. It's you oh, know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think the same thing. Honestly, you could have said the same thing about playing The Last of Us and not playing as Joel, right? When you play right. as Ellie, it, it was it was something totally different. But but honestly, like it was such a cool difference in the way that the characters you know, interacted with the world and, and Ellie's own um, kind of coming into her own skin and uh, and her own being both, you know, really sexually and, um, you know, kind of identifying that way. I thought that that was a really cool, you know, experience and something that's should be more common in video games. The other interesting stat here in this article is all around like the non-binary, uh, the gender ambiguous uh, representation which I thought was super cool and in 2020 it's it's sitting at you know it's like we're seeing that right whereas back you know 3 years ago that wasn't there so I know that there are a lot of people who were looking for that in video games and I think that that's super cool now here's where I think um it's important to bring the conversation is kind of shooting down the the whole notion of oh SJW, you know, social justice warrior bullshit and people talking about a liberal agenda and this and that. Um, I, I think that it's really important to say fuck off when that sort of conversation happens because like, and, and, and being all in complete serious, like not trying to joke around about it. It's, it really is, I think important to recognize if you see it in that, SJW sort of perspective, it, what what we're seeing is further representation of a of a group of people that has historically not been represented in a medium that's consumed by a lot of people who have non-binary and gender fluid situations, right? So, what what I would encourage you to do, take the fuck off <laughs> aside, right? Like that in all seriousness no nah, let him sit with that no no yeah but but you know i'm trying to be better about civil discourse in these situations okay so just uh, so so what i would you. encourage you, you to do is to listen with an open mind about some of this stuff and really take into consideration why is it happening you know put aside the sjw bullshit for a second i'm sorry stuff for a second and think about hey why are these companies deciding to do this in and approach it in a less sarcastic manner and potentially open yourself up to to some new experiences there because i i've seen that this has meant a lot to a lot of people and same thing could be said about more female representation in video games um 
growing up playing video games, it was super, uh, I felt really empowered as a, as a boy seeing men, uh, big, strong men, uh, fighting and stuff. And like, never did I ever see gender fluidity. Like maybe I, I did, but not, it wasn't uh, well pronounced or, you know, maybe whatever it is to identify. You saw Prince. You saw Little Richard. Oh no, no, I'm talking about video games. Though. I'm talking, <laughs> oh, I'm talking video, video games. games. Uh, no, oh, music is a total other thing. But <laughs> so, so that's something that I, I'm, I'm personally appreciative of, having the opportunity to give those people. You know, it's not me. It doesn't represent me. But I think it's cool to to represent others and have that inclusivity there. Travis agrees. Fuck all the way off. And that's yeah, man. Listen, I mean, Travis, I'm not going to disagree yeah. with you by any stretch. I'm just trying to be responsible in my civil discourse. Um, but agreed. Fuck all the way off. So I hope I um, was clear. <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts on this, guys? Yeah, I just we just want a better representation of the real world. This, uh, yeah. you know, it's about 50 50, uh, you know, and and a slice in there for for the uh for the for the other folks that that don't fit into one of those two categories um but let's see everybody represented because this is an inclusive we want we want the gaming community to be inclusive of everybody that's right we don't want to alienate anyone that's what we believe here too like every all the content that all of us make here and the people that are part of the community, it's very inclusive. And, and when I see this stuff, like I see people in the community and it just, it makes me feel good to know that, that their voices are heard. So that's super cool. All right. Diddy, you got the next article. I do. Oh, um, so let's say you just woke up out of a coma <laughs> and, and you were new to video games. Or just becoming serious about them. Let's say you worked a lot and or something and never really had time to really sit down and get into them. What would you be perplexed about? What would make sense and what would make you shake your head and say, what the fuck was that all about? Um, so we found I found this article um in the Metro, which is a UK site, and it made me yeah. think about if I was coming to video games just starting to look at them, what would I, you know, what would, would be perplexing? And one would just sort of say, well, yeah, okay, I understand that. Um, their, their article is very interesting, but the very first one killed me. The thing that they're very perplexed about is console wars. Uh, yes, and, I'm really glad we're and, going there. And, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's sort of the, like, you know what, pick whichever one you want and play that one and and... I don't understand why we have to fight with each other over. But over. by the way, quick quick comment: uh, this is the worst website I've ever seen in my life. Look at all these ads, chat. Look at all these ads. Oh, oh! Any UK site that you go to, it this is what you get. This is it's terrible. It's bad. I don't think format wars are out of the ordinary, though. Like VHS and Betamax, anybody? Yeah. Um. Yeah, fair, fair. Ford versus um, Toyota. Yeah, it, that, but that's yeah, and that's more brand war, and that's ultimately kind of what this comes down to. And, and frankly, the same argument could be made for all those things. Like, why is that a thing? Nike and Reebok. I mean, we all know that uh, Honda's better than Toyota, right? Like, so 
There's that. Nah, nah, nah. I own both, no, so I have a Lexus I'm, and a Honda. I'm, so. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a fair point, Jay Dimes. I, I think, yeah, I think it's fair. fair. I think it's fair. Like, what are some of the yeah. other things? So trailers is another trailers. thing. Uh, so well, here's one of those things. I hate trailers. I it just, you want to show me gameplay? I, I'm all about watching some gameplay. I hate trailers. I don't show me some souped up hype video and then the game just sucks. Uh, show me some gameplay. Cool. Do you hate trailers for movies also? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because they misrepresent the movie all the time. There's, there's nothing about it. Really? What about singles from albums? Uh, yeah. I don't have much of an opinion on that, to be honest. I mean, and I, and I bring that up because it's essentially the same thing. Like, uh, they're giving you a snippet. I mean, how many times did you hear a hot single on the radio? And you're well, like, let me go buy this album, and the album was trash. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that. That's for sure. But yeah, no, okay, just... okay. Well, I feel you there. Yeah, there, there are a bunch of them here. So, Nintendo, <laughs> this, is a, this is a funny okay, part of the article. So I actually love this. I, I, I agree with this. I think this is 100%. really funny. Okay. Nintendo are on a level of crazy all by themselves, and they are. They... Nintendo doesn't do anything that you think should work, and it just does all the time. It, it's amazing how okay the the Wii U was was a complete flop. It was just an utter and and yet they, what did they do? They said, you know what, we'll try it again, <laughs> and they put out another console that just took the world by storm. But Arguably, they made a very yep. important switch between. Oh, Sorry, you, I didn't oh, mean that as oh, 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 you. They made a like a very a very important change between the two things. So like the thing they tried to sell you on with the Wii U was that you could play it from anywhere in your house, right? But you still had to be pretty close closely located to the base. But like if your wife wanted to watch TV, you could play the game on the the what was the handheld device, right? But people uh, yeah. didn't really want that. People wanted to be able to play the games wherever, right? So then they said, oh, let's cross the Wii U and a DS and give people what they really want. And they, yeah, we got what we yeah. wanted. And it won. And, and, and the it... brilliance of it was that they managed to sell Switches while still selling DSs. And I'll go back to my last point about trailers. The trailer for the for the Switch looked dumb. It I don't looked, even remember the trailer for the Switch. Really? The Switch looked no. dumb. So I'm going to take oh, a handheld and carry it not. around. No yeah, way. I, I thought it looked looked. I was stupid. pumped about it. I was pumped about it. I was like, who cares? So I can move it around. Who cares? Um, and that's been the greatest thing is that I can pick it up and play it sitting in bed and I can put it in the thing and play it on the TV. It's, well, okay. So, ah. so haunted brings up a really good point about the Wii U. Uh, we use more like bridging tech kind of like mini discs from the early two thousands. You guys remember that? And like, you'd see them in the, the GameCube yep. and I had a mini disc player. Yeah. 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 So I remember some of those like all in one uh, players that would have like a little extra indent there to be able to play the mini discs uh, or a bigger, piece where yeah. you play regular discs 
but but I, I would agree with the Wii U. It feels definitely like a stepping stone. A couple of the other things that they talk about here, DLC, the fact that games don't just come completely done. Uh, <laughs> in the case of games like um, Final Fantasy 15, for instance, where suddenly... It's like 20 years later and you're like, what the hell just yeah, happened you, in between? I mean, you better jail? Where, how that. did that happen? So there was, but there was I like, DLC makes sense. Like, so DLC in the right context. Work, yes. Right. Through context. Like DLC wouldn't work, didn't work in a, in a time where you didn't have like real fast internet access to consoles. Yeah. Right. You know well, I mean? you bought the disc and you yeah. took the disc and you played so it. So they had no way to send you anything anything new you know what i mean like you had to you had to give them everything at one time yeah and and really yeah the same that's thing not could be, going anywhere i hope they get used to dlc that's here well, oh yeah and that's the thing like i get dlc in the right context of oh hey we found this you thought that this part of the story was really cool let's expand on it here's a whole new piece but when they're literally filling in gaps of content and calling yeah. it DLC and you buy it for $15. It's like, no, that's part of the fucking story of the original game, not some spinoff. Anyway. And, and and that has actually permeated outside of video games. So like if you buy a Tesla, right? The Tesla's operating system comes with all of the code for autopilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you buy the car, autopilot technically works in the car. But they don't give it to you until you pay for it. But it's there. Like they're not going to try to update the operating system later. Pay for like that they because put it in there, and then they cool. charge you eight thousand dollars to unlock it. Yeah, but it's freaking cool, dude. I mean, it is cool, but I'm just saying, like, God, I can't wait for self-driving cars. A tangent. I I cannot wait. I want to. I want to pick up my phone. Say, take me to the store. Have the car show up. Go to the store. Come back. And have the car go away. They got to do it. They got to do it where you don't get iRobot issues. Where like you remember, like they had self-driving cars, but like Will Smith took over and then crashed, caused like a big crash. You can't let people drive anymore. Like everybody's going to be on autopilot. Yeah, no, I want them all, all of them autopilot. There are going to be a lot of people that hate that. Turn it all on. Turn it all on. Yeah, I love it. It'll be like masks, and we'll be infringing on people's liberty. And my my freedoms, my freedoms. Uh, you know, speaking of my freedoms, um, Tim, we have our next uh, topic. Why don't you talk about it? Go read that article. That article is great, man. Yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff in there. It's I really put it good. in the uh, in chat for anybody who wants to read it. With only 18 days left until the U.S. presidential election, Democratic candidate Joe Biden's campaign is launching a new virtual field office today for voters to visit an Animal Crossing New Horizons. This is hilarious. And by the way, I don't, is it really how many days? Is that right? 18. Oh, I'm sorry. I wrote that last week because. Oh, well, yeah, it's like, November 3rd. It's not even 18 yeah. days. Say yeah. It's eight now. Week from tomorrow. Crazy. Eight days. So, yeah, it, this is whatever, whichever way you're voting. Just go vote. But this is this is great. This is this is a candidate looking for other ways to to reach voters. Um, I think this is like the same as somebody playing Among Us on Twitch, who shall remain nameless. Um, 
you know, it's start it's with an A O and end with a C. Sorry, what? Possibly, yeah. Um, you know, her favorite comic book is Watchmen. She's, hey, that's that's the future president you're talking about there. This is a cool idea, dude. That right, woman will be president someday. This is a really, really cool idea. I mean, like, anyway, politics <laughs> aside, like the the politics of who the person is aside. You know, there there are yeah. a couple of things that people look at, it's like different. with this is they're like, keep your politics out of our games. And OK, but also why? Because this is, you know, I think it's it's really important that people vote. And I think that that's a universally recognized thing on maybe maybe not universally. I'm sure there are some outliers. But when you're thinking about, you know, how you reach an audience, video games are a great way to do it. There's a lot of people playing video games. And frankly, the issues being brought up in these elections are pretty substantial. You should probably care about it. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you to care about it. I'm just saying you probably should. And I, I don't subscribe to the whole thing, like the whole notion of keep your politics out of sports or keep your politics out of whatever it is. I, I think that if you have a platform and a voice, you talk about it. And, and and you do that and, and video games, they give a platform. I mean, look at Twitch is literally a platform like this. So I don't know. It's kind of it, it's an interesting way to see politics kind of like jumping into another another medium and video games. Neat. I think it's cool. Yeah, it, it, the, I, I put this in because I just thought it was so cool that somebody was using video games to try and reach people. Yeah, it's neat. That's how it was great. Yeah, super cool. All right, well, let's jump into that one article that we were about to do, and then we told Tim, no. And so, Tim, why don't you do this? It's October, and you know what that means. We are in the mood for some spooky experiences in anticipation of Halloween. Video games have have you more than covered in that department, but there are so many ways to provide scares. Game Informer picked their favorites depending on what you're looking for, whether that's jump scares, an eerie atmosphere, or a twisted narrative. You know we're going to dig into any list and give our take. Oh, yes. We oh, love yes. a list. We love a good list. Oh, yes. <laughs> and this is a good one. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the games on this list. Um, I'll quickly go through the list, and then we can talk about some of the stuff that really stuck out to us. So under recent scares, Visage, Resident Evil 2 Remake, which is something I played on stream, Outlast 2, Song of Horror, Phasmophobia, another one that we played on stream and we might be talking about a little bit later, The Evil Within, <laughs> two. Um, Psychological Horror, Dead Space, Eternal Darkness, Detention, Silent Hill, Shattered Memories, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, Fear, F-E-A-R, sorry, Visage, Sanitarium, Siren, Memorable jump scares. Outlast 2. Alien Isolation. Fuck that game. Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation. Uh, uh, Sp- Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. Observer. Home Sweet Home. The Last of Us Part 2. I love that that game is on this list. It's an underrated horror game. It, I, I firmly believe that oh. that game is more of a horror game than anything, by the way. Oh, my God. The, the freaking uh, dudes that walk around the corner and... and... Uh, yeah that was bad yeah fucking nuts 
Uh, atmospheric Thrills, Soma, Detention, I- Alien Isolation, Five Nights at Freddy's, Bloodborne, which I thought was an interesting one. I don't I don't consider that game a scary I game, but I mean, I, you know, I think some people do find it scary. But Path, uh, Pathologic 2, uh, Twisted Tales, Until Dawn, Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. Oh, it's so good. Such a good game. Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, Corpse Party, Silent, Siren, blood curse rule of rose and lucius and zombie hunts i love this list resident evil 2 remake resident evil 4 world war z dying light state of decay 2 family friendly games or sorry family family friendly frights wow uh costume quest 2 luigi's mansion 3 goosebumps nights night of scares hello neighbor i love that luigi's mansion is on this list so hello have you guys ever played hello neighbor no but it looks awesome great game oh man (laughs) i want to play it um so so one thing i noticed just just for sanity check yeah yeah it's not on here resident evil 7 is not on this list why so many no no, that, that's zombie, easily Resident no, Evil. No, it's not even a zombie game. That is a recent scare top scary game Man. of recent time. Hello God. neighbor is freaky as hell. The geekiest dad says yes. Yes, it is. Um, so haunted says dying light is so good. It should, yeah, it should be. Resident Evil Seven should be on this list. That's my only gripe. That said, I love that Outlast is on this list. My phasmophobia, which we'll talk about, is on this list. Um, but yeah, for me, that little highlight of seeing um, The Last of Us Part Two on this list, that was awesome. That was a nice little touch. What what were some uh, some so, highlights for you guys? So, well, my thoughts were, so they they have the different different types of games here, right? So, terror, classic terrors, uh, scare, pathological jump scare, blah blah blah. What's your favorite? Why do you like that style of horror game over some of the others? Like for me, it's all about story. So I love the Twisted Tales. Mm. Anything that's got this this weird twisted story to it, I love it. I'm 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 all in. And I think you could put all of those Telltale games on there. You all, know, um, oh the the Walking Dead ones. All, all the Walking Dead ones on here, all the yeah. seasons, and they're just—they're all—they're all, all really good. They're all uh, the first one though is special in its own way. For, yeah. for me, I don't know, just the type of games that I was playing, like it's—it's it's got its own little specialness. But, but I think Tim mentioned it. it jump scares, Alien Isolation has got to be the worst <laughs> game. Just oh my every, god, oh my god. J Dimes, <laughs> did you did you play any of these? I played uh, a little bit of Alien Isolation. So, so that's the only one out of this list. Yeah, I mean the other game that I would, I mean, I don't, I guess were they just this year? No, because Isolation's older. Because I think Dead Space should be on this. Dead Space, Dead Space is on was, here. yeah, oh, yeah, it? it's on there. Yeah, okay, I'm, I must have missed it. Oh, there's a lot of them on here. Yeah, see, uh, Dead Space is one of the best games ever made. I, it's, it's a great game. That is a fantastic game. Great game. I would have played more of Isolation if. If it wasn't so, it was hard. Like it is a really like, tough you, game. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a really really tough game. Um, it is. I'm glad Silent Hill is on here. Yes, yes, that's really good. Um, 
I'm just looking I, I think back. that could fit into about five different categories. <laughs> and there, there are a couple on here that I still haven't played. Like Until Dawn is one that I've always wanted to play. I've started that. I haven't finished it. Alien Isolation, I, I need to get back to. I definitely played that because Run, Jump, Stomp told me to play that goddamn game. And I hate him for it because it's so fucking scary. And well, I, until I really Dawn? like it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation. Oh. I just downloaded Amnesia. I just installed it to play that that because there was a a new one so i i downloaded that i'm gonna stream a little bit of that this week hopefully nice yeah um, we're gonna have a lot of streams happening this week and uh like i plan on doing phasmophobia again tomorrow which we'll get into here in a second uh wednesday probably be another scary stream maybe some more phasmophobia because god i could play that game every day and then on Thursday, probably Resident Evil 7. Although, I am tempted to play, because I'm a little bit of a pansy right now, uh, I don't know if I can get around to Resident Evil 7 for my own sanity, but it, but Layers of Fear 2 was free on the Epic Games Store. Go download it. I love the first game. I might go play that. I don't know. Chat, if you guys want me to play Resident Evil 7 on Thursday, email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Let me know. Um... Oh man, really good stuff though. Anyway, yeah, I, I like this list a lot. That was, that was a lot of I enjoyed that article. Yeah. All right, we got some full stream ahead news, don't we, Diddy? So let's get around to that. Whoop, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, let me do it again. All right? There it is. Go ahead. <laughs> and yet another player enters the cloud gaming arena. A, where did this coming come from? And B, who the hell thought up that name? We dig into Black Nut Gaming and see what it's all about. Black Nut <laughs> Gaming. Black Nut Gaming. Uh, 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 yeah, I don't know who came up with the name. That's just god awful. But um, so this is an interesting concept. Uh, they have a subscription service um, for, and you don't buy the games. So, you just pay the subscription and you get to play any game that's on the service. Uh, Wait, so exactly what I've been wanting this whole time. Right. The problem is they don't have any games. Okay. Uh, it, no, they have 400 all, games, they say. They have 400 games. Nah, I've heard of maybe two of them. Rise and one of the other ones I had actually heard of. Um, but if you're just looking to play some games and there's something that's like something else you've played and not quite you know as as good yeah it seems like a great service for 13 pounds a a month watch black nut's gonna take the world by storm you just watch probably somebody clip what i just said so i remember that five years from now this is this is the scenario and and the this is what we want right we want to pay and we don't mind it being a little more expensive I pay the $30 a month if I could just play any game I wanted to on the service, right? Yep. I I just want to play any game I want to and charge me the $30 a month. Yeah, absolutely. That would, that would save so much money for a consumer. I don't know how these companies make money on that. It it might be similar to the way you stream music and the royalty fees there, but I, I, find it interesting it's an interesting economy because we're coming to the same problem with gaming that we have now in tv um which is to watch something you have to go to 
you have 15 different um, avenues that you have to go to. Sorry, I had to play that for you. Yeah, I, yes, I'm being a grumpy old man. So I'm fighting with Verizon right now. My cable sucks. It's just, I, it's all pixelated. You can't watch they anything. So we've been using the apps, right? You're just being a grumpy old man right now, Diddy. Yeah. I want to watch football, I have to go to Fox. If I want to watch baseball, I have to go to TBS. If I, uh, if I want to watch, you know, some English Premier League, I have to go to NBC. I have to launch a different app depending upon what I want to want to watch. God, uh, do you know why cable came into being? <laughs> so I didn't have to go yep. find a different service for what I want to watch. Yeah, uh, and gaming's the same way. Uh, yeah. Right now, it's the same way. Uh, you know, if I want God of War, I have to go to the PlayStation. If I want Halo, I have to launch Xbox. If I want, you know. Something else, I got to go there. It just, yeah, it, it, it's so frustrating yep. and confusing Yep. To, to find anything anymore. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot of things. I mean, I, I love, this is exactly the sort of solution that I want. So we'll, we'll see. This is it. Yeah. I, I mean, if they can come up with better games, I mean, it'd be great. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, friends. I know this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Okay. This is our video game review. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were. Surprised. We're going to talk about Phasmophobia. Oh, yes, friends. We're going to talk about the video game that's taking the world by storm. The best scary video game I've ever played in my life. Yes. Phasmophobia. You become a uh, ghost hunter, and you're off uh, uh, hunting ghosts with your friends. Now, this sounds cool on paper. I know. I know what you're saying. Wow, Alex, that's great. Uh, how does it get better? I'll tell you how it gets better. Calm down. I'll tell you how it gets better. It gets better because of the sheer, like, like just just how immersed you get in what you're playing. So let's back up a second. What is Phasmophobia at its core? It is a ghost hunting game. You have a lot of fun uh, hunting ghosts with your friends that are trying to kill you. At the core of it, you have to identify what the ghost is. You have to say, uh, you have to find out, you know, is it a demon, an oni, a, uh, a spirit, uh, whatever it is. And you do that by finding clues as to what the, the ghosts are, right? So, or what the ghosts are doing. So are they leaving handprints? Um, somewhere and you have to find that using a UV light. Uh, are they talking into a spirit box? All that sort of stuff, right? Um, so I want to, first of all, acknowledge that that in itself is very fun. Here's the inclusive part of it, uh, or the, the, the really immersive part of it, excuse me. When you're in the game, it interacts with your microphone. If you call out the name of the ghost, the ghost fucking appears and like starts haunting you and, and shit trying to kill you it's fucking cool and you can use and actually the immersion is also coming from your character when you're speaking in game the character voice coming out of your character is your is your voice and it's all uh, very much like in the vicinity of where you're standing that's where your character projects so you could be in another room and you hear your friend off in the corner somewhere like in another room screaming because they see the ghost and they might be freaking out 
So it is, um, it's super cool in that regard. So I think that this game has, is, is really, really fun for the immersion, but, but also just the sheer fun and laughs and stuff that you're getting with people, uh, who are playing with you, whether you die or not like him, by the way, when you die, it's fucking terrifying. Anyway, so uh, that in itself is is really, really cool. It's opportunities to kind of prank people and get people scared. If you were there and you saw my buddy Snugglebot, uh, I scared the shit out of him. That was really fun. Um, those are those are some really fun memories to make in a setting that is really fun to play this time of year. So Phasmophobia, it is an early access. This is another thing that's worth mentioning. This is not a full-on review because the game isn't done yet, but you're paying $13 for a game that's really, really well made at this point in the stage. And it is also, it's got a lot of uh, new features and functionality kind of coming along. So um, including opportunities. Oh, and if you're watching live on Twitch right now, you can watch them getting haunted by a ghost right now. So when your flashlight starts flashing like that, a ghost is about to come and try to kill you. And, oh, right there on my fucking screen, you guys saw something that was the, uh, that was a ghost appearing for a second. So you're trying to hide and not get killed by the ghost, but still identify who the ghost is. Get back to your truck, get the hell out of there, and get paid. That's the game. Phasmophobia, thirteen dollars, still in early access, very well worth the thirteen dollars. I highly recommend it. And if you want to play, we're doing this a lot in the community. So if you head over to incastmedianetwork.com, there's a link to join our Discord where you can coordinate with us and play with us. Like I said, if you're watching live right now on Twitch, we're probably going to be playing this tomorrow night and probably Wednesday night because it's really fucking fun. <laughs> join us, won't you? Anyway. Phasmophobia. That's it. I have not played this. That's really fun. That's really fun. Black Nut. I said Black Nut over and over again. Black Nut? Black Nut. <laughs> Just looking at chat. Anyway. Phasmophobia, everybody. All right. Gentlemen, do you have a... Uh, so, so when can I see you guys in game with me in Phasmophobia? You're supposed to be like, right now, Alex, let's go play. <laughs> ah. uh... Do you guys see my co-hosts right now? Totally we'll non-committal to wanting yeah. to play this game. So many things. No, don't no. You just you just come you come and hunt ghosts with me. Okay. Could you imagine these guys hunting ghosts with me? Yeah, speaking of things taking more time. Oh okay. Blizzard, you lion sack of dog doo-doo people. What do they you. do now? So I'm leveling. Leveling a character, right? Slash played last night is about 28 hours and I'm level 45 and I'm using a freaking add-on there's no way and I have full heirlooms full upgraded why are you sucking because it takes me like yeah. 20 minutes to level all the way up eight hour bullshit oh it <laughs> absolutely is close to like eight to shit. ten hours it's so They're easy shit <laughs> are you are you rested all the way yes well it's a brand new character Oh, so but you're not still, rested. You're not rested. That's a big deal. I'm not rested, but I'm in four limbs and using potions. And it's that's a big deal though. The rested XP is a huge deal. So so the goal is to like get yourself fully rested up, full heirlooms, and that'll that'll you'll crush it. I started a new character. Let it sit for like a day. I promise. Can it'll you... it'll be quick. I I got my priest like up to forty or something and took no time. It's really good though. I, I'm I'm really enjoying this pre patch. I think I think the content's pretty cool. 
the leveling experience has been fun. We've been doing that over on Discord as well. So I haven't said it's been fun. Actually, it's been nice. I haven't seen these storylines in God knows how long because usually you're in a zone for about four quests and then you're out yeah. of it. Yep. So like yep. I did all of uh Eastern and Western Plaguelands the other night, and I hadn't done those in probably fifteen years. Yeah. Or ten years. So Yeah. That's cool to go to back to. So that was really cool. Totally. Anyways, sorry. That's right. <laughs> Off in the tangent. Well, that's going to be it for a show, everybody. Let's clap it out, chat. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for, for hanging out here in chat. Again, we stream live every Monday uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern over here at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu. Uh, join us, won't you? Because we always have a fun time and uh, we want you here as well. But if you can't catch the show live, there's no problem. We have a couple of ways that you can watch it. You can uh, watch a live replay over on YouTube. If you head over to incastmedianetwork.com, there's a link to our YouTube page where you can watch it. Also, the podcast is available over at joystickandmouse.com. Also, while you're over at joystickandmouse.com, you can find all of our contact information there, including how you can email into the show, joystickandmouse at gmail.com. All of our Twitch links are there as well, so be sure to follow us. We, Twitch, or we stream live on Twitch uh, regularly throughout the week. So, uh, gentlemen, I think that's it. So until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. J-Dimes. Take it easy. Later, folks. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Take care. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs> eh.